Hello, everyone, and welcome to another wonderful bonus episode on the Killer Kaiju podcast. As with last time on our last bonus episode, we are tackling the Friday the 13th franchise in all of its bloody glory. And the best one. Yes, and we are arguably debatable on the best one. No. (laughs) And this one is called Friday the 13th, the final chapter. So that means this is the last movie, right? Yep. Like yep. 100%. Last movie. <laughs> Last, Last movie. movie forever. It's not like they hadn't made another nine Number of these four. afterwards. <laughs> but this is the final chapter. So in a, in the grand scheme, I feel like this is the pivotal first mark of the series where it ends. And then the next era of Jason begins. This is like the Showa era. And then I'm not, I'm not going to compare it to Godzilla, I swear. That might happen a little bit. But as we learned, though, on our last Godzilla podcast, they are kind of related. So because uh, Steve Miner, who directed two and three, did try and create a Godzilla film in 3D and failed. All right. <laughs> With that being said, today is all about the man in the mask so that we are going to get started and start this little shootout. <laughs> Hockey joke. <laughs> Goalie. Okay. As always, guys, this is a commentary slash podcast. If this is your first and only time on the podcast, uh, you can either listen to it and just hear our fun facts or rantings and opinions on the film, or you can watch along with us with the time countdown or the time stamp provided if you're watching this on YouTube. Alrighty, guys, we are watching like always. There's not too many variations of these movies. So we are watching just the regular cut. It's not like extended by any means. Um, it's just part of the uh, Friday the 13th collection that we have gracefully been given. Thanks to Josh. Yay. Because he's yeah, a, a lot of them. And while we're on that topic, obviously, guys, it is Josh and Lucas doing the podcast as always. We love you all. Welcome back. And we are I ready hope. to get our kill on. So let the body slash boob count begin. Let so- the bodies hit the floor. <laughs> Don't get copyrighted. We are, we are hovering over the play button. Sorry, as long as it's under, I think it's like three seconds or four seconds. My girlfriend didn't get that reference and it makes me sad. Oh, drowning pool. That's what you're gonna have to do with her. All right. So on the count of three, we will count down and begin this wonderful blood fest. Ready, folks? Three, two, one. Action. Go. Surprised I haven't said that before with this being a movie podcast. Three, two, one. Action. Roll. Doesn't mean it doesn't make sense that I haven't done that before, but there's a first time for everything. So with this movie, uh, I believe it's a the last two were directed by, like we just quoted earlier, Steve Miner. This is the new director coming into play for this film. Um, the director of this film, of course, I don't have it up. I'm just shitting the bed here. There's just so many great things I was looking for this film. Uh, Joseph Zito is the director of this one. And uh, what else has he done, you ask? Well, not a whole lot. <laughs> He's known for this movie mainly, but he's also done a missing in action film that was with Chuck Norris. And he did The Prowler, which he produced. Same with producer on Delta Force One, The Lost Patrol. Hmm. So uh, let's just say he's just done this. (laughs) Oh, and here we get the grand recount of the first three films, I guess, because, you know, this is the final chapter. So they got to replay. This is something I don't like about this one. I do like that because they started like if you just wanted to watch one Jason movie, you could basically just watch this one and you would know kind of like, oh, he's got a little bit of a backstory. He was a kid that drowned. Yeah, but that's how you lose money because then you're not roping them in to buy the other films. If they didn't do that, then people would be forced to buy the films. Now there's no point. Eh, there's some lazy fuckers out there. I guess. (laughs) 
Unlike like me, who would watch these over and over again, exactly, and be like, ooh. So I like these ones. So I would go and watch them all regardless, which I did, and which we're doing right now. Or for another person like me, in the sense of I watched the first three like 50 freaking times. So yeah. I could just start with this one and watch above, you know, go from here on. Death. Slay, so. murder. Would you say this is your favorite Friday film, Josh? Yeah, probably. I'd say it's a tie for me for this one and Jason Lives. Those are two of my favorites. <clears throat> like Jason I really, Lives is silly. Really but... enjoy this. Tommy Jarvis. Oh. Oh, well, we're on that topic. Yes, Mr. Corey Feldman is in this film. When I when I think Corey Feldman, I think four films always in my mind. I think of the Stand Goonies. By Me, The Goonies, Gremlins, and this movie. Yeah. Those are the four things I will always think of Corey Feldman for doing. And he's done just so much more. Like it's such a an understatement and such an undermining to just say those are his four films because he's been in so much. Like he was in The Lost Boys. Um, he's done tons of voicing and tons of TV shows like up till this day, he still does voicing on movies. All so, personal preference, but don't recommend checking out his band. <laughs> yeah, I, I was not a fan. His band. I was not a fan. <laughs> I like oh, a lot this, of the stuff he does. We get the exploding mask intro here. I believe, and I like right? it's got the axe in it. Well, yeah, continuity, bro. And it's one of my favorite masks, hands down. Wow. <laughs> the final chapter destroyed Brow. his mask, so it must be the last one. And as always, like the last film, it picks up immediately where the other film uh, left Feldman. off. Dun, 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 dun. Dun, dun, dun. I will always give kudos to the uh, scores, whoever's doing the score in this movie. Oh, yeah. Crispin Glover is in this one. The Thin Man, a.k.a. Marty McFly's dad. Is it Marty McFly? Is that his name? I don't know. I'm not the biggest back from like. Uh, oh, yeah. Then, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, George McFly, his father, Marty's father. That's George who he plays McFly? in Back to the I Future. Love... We should watch the Back to the Future movies. <laughs> Boy. They're not horror, and they don't have monsters in them, so we'll see. It's got to well... fit the podcast criteria, <laughs> my friend. So I vote, I vote yes. <laughs> Personal preference. Uh, one thing that surprised me while we're on the topic of Crispin Glover while doing research, um, have you ever seen the Beowulf movie? No, you haven't seen the the the, the CGI one with uh, Angelina Jolie and everyone in it? Nope. Oh, well, in the story of Beowulf, there's the Grendel, which is like this monster he slays in the book. And in the movie, it's this giant beast, and it's actually motion-capped and performed by Crispin Glover. Hmm. Really interesting, which is funny because I, I thought it kind of looked like him, but I thought I was just being mean. But <laughs> it actually is him. So that's really cool then. Kudos to him and the uh, people who are behind the special effects on that film because it very much looks reminiscent of him like if he was turned into this gross, hideous beast. What movie I want to rewatch for some reason? This uh, movie? The Fly. It's funny that you say that. I was, I was just thinking we yep. watched Jurassic Park and fucking Jeff Goldblum and I was like, man, I haven't watched The Fly in literally forever. We will cover The Fly on this podcast. There's lots of cool uh, practical effects movies. That's being one of the best practical effects movies like of all time. Sci-fi kind of like. Yep. It's a monster mad movie. Si- yeah, like, it counts. The Fly is so cool. Uh two films we will definitely be covering because as obviously as a Godzilla fan, I am a huge fan of practical effects. Same with these movies. But these movies aren't done up to par like these movies are. Like, these are good, but the two movies we definitely have to cover practical effects-wise are definitely The Fly, the remake, the first remake of The Fly with Jeff Goldblum, and the 
outstanding work done in John Carpenter's The Thing. Yes, please. Which I have tons and tons, endless facts about The Thing. So that'll definitely be a wonderful podcast to do. We'll definitely have some guests for that one because that is a true landmark of a film. I would like to have someone on the podcast for that one who hasn't seen The Thing which is pretty hard to find. But if we can find someone who hasn't seen the thing, that would be cool. I guaranteed Jill has never seen the thing. <laughs> so to be go. honest, there we go. So, well, once we figure that out, we'll definitely do the thing. Cause that'd be really cool. Uh, interesting note for this one too. This is one of the only Friday movies where they actually went back to the old set from the movies and refilmed footage. Cause this is all reshot like- footage. Yeah, and I like that we can chat right now how we were just shooting the shit about like horror movies because they're basically recapping them just going to pick up evidence at the old place. Like yeah. we're not missing anything, you know, we're just getting <laughs> a little bit of filler. Oh yeah, it's all about that filler because, you know, especially if you've seen these movies. By the way, folks, if this is your first time watching, we definitely recommend for these films that you watch them beforehand because we will be talking spoilers for this movie and films coming after it as well. Um, these are definitely films that we've both seen so this is going to be spoiler filled uh unlike the usual kaiju and godzilla films where one of us hasn't seen them uh when there's a film we haven't seen we'll hold light on the spoilers but this is your spoiler warning we will be spoiling the end of this film and future and past films of the friday the 13th franchise there's your warning you have been warned Seven kids and three bikers. And uh, oh, why don't we should do? And I know we're already like four films in. We should just make a body count. Because if that was total body count. Yeah. I mean, well, seven and three. What was the last movie? Like another seven and the first movie, you know, another seven. We're probably at like 20 bodies right now. (laughs) You know, two more movies and he's past Gacy. Guaranteed. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just saying. He's probably, I mean, we should definitely count them up. We'll start with this movie. We'll keep a body count and then we'll add them up and we'll continue this with the, with the franchise and we'll see by the end how many people he's actually killed. Now, is this people that he himself has killed or just deaths as well? Because some people died just by accident in these movies. Are we just talking deaths in general or deaths by Jason's hands? Like, do we count as I would say, hit, no, no, I would say just his. Okay, so not his mom's? Not moms, not Pam's. So, so just the uh, part two and three, then and so forth. That's I would fair. count just like yeah, kind of part two, and then kind of wherever he takes place into it. But you know what we were talking last time about how this the part three set was built on uh, a man-made lake, so it was having flooding issues and everything was shifting. You can tell in the shot where they drive away there that the dirt is a lot more muddy and. Everything shifted. It looks a lot different from when it was in the last film. So that's just proof to say how bad that uh, set was getting eaten by the land, essentially. Oh, here we go. I'm just vibing. I love this movie. Yeah, here we get the idiot mortician who puts his donut on our sandwich on the dead body. That's a classic. (laughs) Yeah, creeper. Still is. Yikes. <laughs> I mean, not many, there's not too many like stereotypical normal people who um, are morticians. It's it got to take quite the mind, quite the stomach, quite the personality to deal with those kind of doings all day long, especially yeah. with the way he's doing it. 
risky doctor stuff. Dun 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 in the cold room dun dun. <laughs> so interesting fact, that scene where you see him moving under the under the sheets there. Basically, what happened was that was when they called cut, and then the person under the sheets was moving, and uh, they just kept the camera rolling by accident, but they kept it because it kind of adds a little bit of like you know like oh he's still alive. But that wasn't actually supposed to be there. I got one more cool fun fact for you really quickly. So you see this instructional video he's watching. That would be, do you recognize her? Who are we looking at again? Sorry, I'm looking at the TV. Yes, the girl on the TV. Is it Jamie Lee Curtis? No, because I was like, no, I don't think so. No. Again, I'm blind. It's, uh, it's so it's actually Darcy DeMoss who went on to have a role in the Friday the 13th. Jason lives. Oh, damn. Didn't know that. So super funny. A little, a little fun fact on that one. Were you peeing? No, oh, okay. I was just uh, <laughs> sending out a business uh, message. There Had you to go. Focus on that one, you know. <laughs> Doing two businesses at once Watch is a out. lot of thing, man. Jason will come for you. Oh, I like the yeah, Crystal Lake Massacre sign in the background there. And back to this. <laughs> Gotta make a replica sticker of that one. Yeah. I mean, after hearing what he did to people who are doing exactly what they're doing, you think they'd be a little, like, you know, cautionary? They don't give a fuck, though. That's why they're in this movie. <laughs> hey, that's us. <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny oh and death now you know something oh they're yeah no they're 100 they're 100 dying sorry i'm just watching god damn and as always this movie was a uh, small budget one million eight hundred thousand dollars for the whole budget of the film and how much money at the box office did it make you ask? $32,600,000. Can I get a small loan? So literally it raked in just short over $30 million in profit. Just over wow. 30 million in profit. Just at, the, just at the box office though. Like that's just like people going to the cinema to see it. That doesn't count DVD I wonder releases. how much. Exactly. I was going to say, I wonder how much over time. It is, uh, you know, made in total. Like what? This movie's been out for like 30 plus years, probably. Yeah. Can you imagine? <laughs> I, well, well, we should actually add that up and be like how much money was actually spent on these films versus how much it actually made. <laughs> I like that she does up the outfit in a rant, comes in the next room and then undoes it again. How dare she? Moody's. Moody peoples. And these are, as you can see, all these bottles are filled with Josh's pee from when he had to use the bathroom. And <laughs> You're always going to call me out. I even, <laughs> even earlier, I had to pee, but I didn't. I held it. Be proud. I'm proud. At this time, this installment, like this uh, movie too, it, it contains the most nudity and gore out of all the previous movies. There you go. There's something to be proud of. Is that what makes it the best film? Maybe. Hmm. 
we'll see. <laughs> That's too funny. Um, as well, the um, the actor who portrays Jason in this one, Ted White, uh, it was one of his only times, I believe, that he played Jason. But he was also the oldest person at the time to play Jason. So that's pretty intense. He was 56 when he played Jason in this movie. Damn. That is old for all the stuff he has to be doing. Oh, my goodness. Um, other stuff he was in, he was a deer hunter in Starman, which is another John Carpenter film. Uh, he also did stunts for Escape from New York. And now we're watching this guy get all oh, neck snapped. That's a brutal end there. Fold neck spin around. Love that practical effect there with his neck bending. It's just great. Oh, he's reading your lips all right. <laughs> like that he literally picks her off the ground by her head. That would hurt so fucking much. Also, can we like just say how much of a tank he is? He literally just like lifts her up like nothing. Oh, I know. Well, yeah, like, that's, what I was, that's what I meant by like, man could her by her face. Yeet yeet her <laughs> like a bag of potatoes he mashed her up like she was a bag of potatoes that's for sure jesus jogging in the woods j -j 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 jogging in the woods doop do death no not yet but soon but soon it was funny uh so the director, Joseph Zito, was like not having any like recalls of the film. It wasn't his thing. But in the end, he ended up the, you know, the editors wanted and the studio wanted them to recap the other films. Wow. Who's that kid in the mask? I wonder oh, that he that makes be. mask like he's the coolest kid, man. Yeah. I like how they kind of have. I bet you the special effects people had tons of fun making all that stuff, too. Just little extra props. We're like making a little alien mask. Yeah. Oh, cool. And cool. if it's not 100% perfect, it's okay. Because he's a kid learning how to do it. <laughs> Get a haircut. <laughs> has an alien head. Yeah, damn right it is. Never get a haircut. Never cut your hair. Metal forever. Oh, Corey Feldman. Oh, the front door was open. Yeah, and? Foreshadow. <laughs> what happens if a psycho walks in? Well, don't worry. Uh, Corey Feldman's prepared for that. Trust. He is ready. So I'm trying to think of what the first big movie Corey Feldman was in. I thought it was Stand By Me. It's either uh, Stand but, By Me or The Goonies. That's probably like the two. You know, that that's what I, I thought. But you know what was his first? Uh, this movie. Oh, no, I knew this movie. And then he did The Goonies. And that's oh, why he sorry. like I meant like in general, what's his first big movie? He did it was it was. This oh, movie. yeah. Yeah. And then um, in the next one, the reason why he was only in the first part of it, like as in the daydreaming is, is because they were filming both ones around the same time. Yeah. Which would have so been they were filming. Uh, he, they were filming Stand By Me. Yes, yeah, so he was filming something else and he couldn't commit fully to the movie. So he's like, I can be in a little bit because I liked it, but I can't fully. Yeah, because in 1984, he did this movie. And in 1984, while they were filming this, he was also filming Gremlins uh, oh, at the time because uh, they both came out the same year. And ironically, also came out this year, Godzilla 1984. <laughs> that Nerd. was the year of Godzilla, the year of the G. There was Godzilla, Gremlins and Ghostbusters. I'd have to agree. I love yeah. all of those movies. And then he, after well, the Goonies, the he did Stand one. By Me. 
but those were the big four in like a span of three years. Does Stand By Me count as a monster movie? There's a dead body. <laughs> no. <laughs> but I love that movie. We'll just watch that on our free time because it's a great movie. Just goes to poke a dead body. Poke, poke, poke. <laughs> it says you're a dead fuck. Well, Chris Glover, I got news for you. You're a dead fuck. <laughs> I actually really, I feel like this is my favorite cast of teenagers from these movies. And it's not because, like, you know, it's not just because it's, like, actors we know and that went on to do other things, like Crispin Glover, Corey Feldman, and et cetera, et cetera. The, uh, even this actor here, uh, oh, I'm dropping a blank on his name. His name is, as soon as I find it, that's Doug, right? No, no, that's not Doug. Is it? Or is his name Doug? Paul? He just said his name. Is it Paul or Doug? I don't know. I was just watching the movie. That's why I thought you would know. <laughs> oh, fuck. No, man. I'm just zoning out. <laughs> I know he's not that's wrong. Part, that's like the best part of these movies. He's like, you don't, I don't even really care about the camp counselor's name. You don't even have to remember shit. Just remember that Jason is coming. <laughs> yes, it is Doug. And the actor's name is Peter Barton. Oh, no, maybe not. They all look the same. Paul. It's Jeffrey. <laughs> Is he in Baywatch? Because if so, then... <laughs> no, nah, he hasn't done much else. So, yeah, I would say... Oh, yep. Here we get a... So, what do we kill count at now? One, two... And then this would be three? I believe so. Yes, okay. Just trying to keep... Canada and love. Yeah. Canada. Yeah, Paul. There you go. Paul. God. I love how the science is fuck you in the back. <laughs> you got a sister, rough, rough. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> I feel like if she didn't flip the sign around and say F you, she uh, maybe wouldn't have died. She probably then she would started have no hiking reason. more. Just Banana better taste good because it's the last meal you'll ever eat and the last thing you'll ever taste. Besides the pain of cold death. Yay. I like how they squeeze the banana. <laughs> it's actually a brutal shot. Corey Feldman. Oh, it looks like there's a, a jaguar on his shirt there. Oh, jaguar. Every time I see a jaguar like a car, I just sing that song now. It instantly pops in my head. I think of jaguar. I really want that orange juice. I know it looks like it's uh, freshly squeezed because of how it's uh, discoloration a bit. A Jarvis sandwich. If my family did that, I would just throw up on them and they would never do it again. Yeah, don't do that. Don't do that. I don't <laughs> recommend. Your dad will be so pissed. Please don't sandwich me in a hug. I can't guarantee that. Oh, he's such a cute dog. <laughs> maybe I always found it funny too like there's so much like nudity and sex in this movie and Corey Feldman at this age is really young so I like, think they were saying they really had to keep him from seeing a lot of actual scenes but uh, there is one scene in particular where one of the girls bends down to uh, pet the dog when they come to visit the family and we'll point it out and Corey Feldman could clearly see up her shirt and it wasn't until <laughs> later on that he admitted that it was very obvious <laughs> 
very imagine funny. being like oh i saw a boob and the first time was caught on camera basically <laughs> you know like that like I, I know when you saw your first hit we all know it was etched in stone in, in the graphics of time <laughs> in like a very popular movie yeah not bad not too shabby When she said handsome mud, I didn't know if she was talking to the dog or Corey Feldman. She's talking to me. <laughs> what a handsome <laughs> mud. <laughs> Death. What so are you it was Paul. Paul. Yeah, I just said that. You bitch. I hate you. <laughs> When you see now, who's not listening? <laughs> it said Paul, and I'm like, oh, his name is Paul. And you're like, uh, and you know what movie he was sure. in? He played Carl in the, the Gingerbread Man. The Ginger Dead Man. <laughs> no, I wish. <laughs> I wish. The Gingerbread Man, I thought was some kind of horror movie, but it's not. A lawyer uses his power to help his lover put her father behind bars. But when he escapes, they are all in danger. Okay, so it's kind of a horror movie, I guess. Sounds awful. I have a wonderful fact that I'm sure our viewers and definitely Josh would love to know if you are unaware. Uh, so a little really cool thing. So the Jarvis house, so the house that the family lives in, uh, yep. it would look a little familiar if you saw the uh, film in 2000, the Ed Gein film in 2000. It was the same house used. Which one is that? The house they're in right now. No, no, no. no. Which Ed Gein film? I've seen 2000. a few of them. Um, is that the one with Kane Hodder as Ed Gein? Because he does play him and it's terrible. And then there's another one that is also terrible, but it's a little better, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> they're not good. Let me check for you. Um, so this is the one with... Uh, as the Steve one that was rails really... back as Ed Gein. So, was... yeah, and he also played Manson in uh, another one in the Helter Skelter, the original one. Yes. So it's that. Yeah, one. it was an OK. That's cool. Little fun fact. I'm going to tell Dylan that So the house in there is the Jarvis house that this family lives in in this movie. Same prop, same sets. That is hilarious. Um, while you're on the interwebs, look up Kane Hodder as Ed Gein. Do it. Oh, I love this scene. I will right now when we were just talking about how he sees his first boob. And this is kind of what it's meant to be in this movie. Boob. Just look at that side boob. Yeah, you like that side boob? Well, but this side boob. Well, you shouldn't because that's my side boob. <laughs> yeah. Good old family that, guy. That's terrifying. <laughs> wow, that's, that's more scary than the movie. Hey, holy shit. Uh, the Kane Hodder one? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I was like, yeah, that one came out. I think a little later. See, he but doesn't even weird, look right? like him. Right. The other guy looks like him. It makes sense. And then Kane Hodder also played a BTK. Duh. Fuck. I'm sorry, but why? What? He doesn't look like him. Kane Hodder's a great actor, but he's too thick. That yeah. man is built like a shit brick house. Like, no. what do you say? You can't make him look like tiny. Little like, if anything, he should have played like the co-ed killer. Like, he should have played Edmund Kemper or something because he's Ooh. got huge, big stature. I'm in. Why would he play BTK and Ed Gein and not him? Right? <laughs> That's actually an ongoing joke in the, our, my little true crime world is that we're waiting for an Ed Kemper movie. Like, there is nothing. No. Like, what up? Mindhunter was great. Yeah, I was going to say he was in Mindhunter, but 
canceled that. Well, booty shot. Not the actual one, but still rad. Yeah, and he did a great job. The actor who portrayed him there. Because <laughs> as we found out, Crispin Glover his character is a dead fuck. <laughs> well, he will be anyway. Now that you pointed it out, I can't stop seeing it. The George, um, Back to the Future dude. Oh yeah, George McFly. All I think of is, do you remember Charlie's Angels Full Throttle? Did you yep. ever see the, when he plays the thin man and he's it's like the sniffing the hair and shit? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that's Paige's first like movie crush, which Christmas is so Wilder. weird. It's it's so um telling of her. You know what I mean? Like you know Paige well, so it's like yeah, that that's definitely a Paige first crush. Yeah. And Crispin Glover is actually really attractive. I just find it so funny because now I can't stop seeing George McFly. <laughs> and this is what happened when he changed the timeline. This is the branch offside universe when everything Maybe. changed. This is what happened when he didn't marry that one, like yeah. the, the mom. Because Marty fucked it up. <laughs> I always love when they do the POV <laughs> shots of the cam. Kill, kill, kill. <laughs> it just sounds like a like an out of breath Santa. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> really, all I'm this Santa time it's just Santa trying to give them presents they never got when they were kids. <laughs> I'm Santa that smokes a pack a day. Yeah, more than a pack a pack a minute. Just puts that, all of them seven cigarettes in your mouth, lights them all at once. Mega cigarette, a cigarette smile. That's what we call it. Duct tape them all together. Put it in a funnel. It's a super. It's like you know you can have a cigarette, but have you ever had space cigarettes? Space. Oh my god. Yeah, I have. It's called marijuana. Yeah, I guess. Come on in. There's tons of flesh-eating bacteria in the water, and no one wants to have a good time. It's and great. Seaweed's gonna touch your feet. Yeah, and you're gonna scream and piss your pants and piss in the lake, and everyone's gonna be swimming in your piss. It's a great time. So you can time. tell, guys, we're definitely fans of uh, swimming in water. <laughs> Not. Nah. Boob count one, two from earlier. Right, more boobs. We're about to get more. Woo! Three, four. So this Ass. one definitely has the most uh, nudity, I'd say. I don't know if it's the most nudity of all of them. Actually, probably. I like how they come to the lake for swimming. And they're like, oh, maybe this wasn't a good idea. Probably the best time. Dog's like, I'm going to go chase some tail, literally. Same with, yeah, same Tommy with over here. Same with Tommy. Yeah. Run. The flappy cheeks. Crispin Glover's like, ah, I'll slowly work my way in. Why is everyone so hairless? I feel like Bigfoot compared to these people. Right? Like, I thought it was the 80s. Why is everyone so fucking pale and non hairy? <laughs> Agreed. <laughs> Whoa, boobs. Yeah, <laughs> Tommy's having a good time now. <laughs> Ruining all the fun. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Come on, Gordon. We're too young for this. <laughs> Corey Feldman's legendary. 
he is a phenomenal actor. Like every time I see him in a movie, it just reminds me of like how good of an actor he really was, especially being his age. You know what I mean? Like it's unbelievable. Corey Heyman, Corey Feldman, two Corys, right? Two Corey Corys. Corys. <laughs> Trying to think of the other one. I'm like, it's Corey Haim. Yeah. And they're in a, they were both Lost Boys, I believe. Yes. Yeah. They were really good actors for the time period. Damn right. You need a screwdriver. Make a mask. Wear the, wear the mask. You don't, then you don't need a screwdriver anymore. And you don't need it. Of Damn course right. you do. Logic. And he opens the trunk and Jason's in the trunk. I like how the kids and it's car. full of farts. <laughs> Toxic gas. <laughs> Smells like a smog monster. <laughs> Hedera comes out of the back and it's a Godzilla movie. All of a sudden Godzilla's flying over the lake. And then he stops to look at boobies. I would. I mean, he's 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 uh he's he's not human, but he still has tendencies and impulses. Come on. <laughs> like how they're all like, let's see what you got. Strip and dip. That sounds terrifying. I I want lick and dip or whatever the hell it is. <laughs> and that was the last time we ever saw her. <laughs> I love how she's like, I'll go under and won't come back up until you come in. <laughs> and then she's shocked that she doesn't come up. Like, I would just got up and walked away. Yep. She'd be like, fuck you. It's her own stupidity. They're, they're tempting fate. Mm-hmm. I, it just reminds me because it's a doc scene, but one of my definitely only favorite uh, <laughs> pulls her in anyway. Favorite <laughs> scenes from the remake they did was when she's hiding under the docks and he drives the machete through the dock and pulls her up. <laughs> she hits her head off the docks. Her boobs just pull. <laughs> she floats back into the water. Definitely they definitely have some for great a comedic kills. element. Yeah. <laughs> It's just silliness. <laughs> I feel like this all one has like, ask, some great kills. All I ask is if you want to try and do a remake, do it well. And don't, and don't try and, to do it. And don't try and like justify things that don't need reasoning. Like what? What do you mean by that? Like in the remake um, about trying to explain how he gets around, you know, little things like that. Oh, yeah, using the underground uh, tunnels and stuff. I get what you mean there. I'll give you a crank, all right? Yeah, look, at the kids tried everything. You don't know what you're doing. You only got, like, 20 years of experience on them. He's also got a gun and a knife. Is he going to stick it in the ignition and try and start the car oh he's just giving it a spark there you go and he's the killer yeah exactly (laughs) the entire time too trusting too trusting i mean they got the dog the dog dog can you can trust a dog's opinion they can smell an asshole a mile away Lots of kids. Creepy. Why is he asking? Because he wants to kill them. Dun 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 dun. dun, dun, dun All dun, of a dun, suddenly, dun, 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 dun. Jason got really good looking. 
So yeah, that house in the, that house in the background, the foreground there, I believe, is the Ed Gein one. No, um, maybe because it's not the Jarvis house. No, the Jarvis house is in front. I think. I think the house back there is the kids' house who moved in next door. Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah, you gotta come in. You gotta kill my family. Come on, you psychopath. This house. Which is the house with the showdown, which we see in the end and everything as well. It may have had significant updates because this is made in, you know, 84, so 83. So, um, and that movie came out in 2000. So it might have had significant upgrades and look a little different, but it's the same house. Oh, I love this. Is this my room? What? Yeah, I was like, that's basically my room right now. <laughs> Actually, yeah, more your, more your room than mine. Mine's a bunch of actual kid toys. <laughs> I like Halloween masks. They're fun. That's a cool mask. Who isn't? Who doesn't like to be a monster from time to time and not get in trouble for it? Right. I'm a monster. A monster mash. Do the monster <laughs> mash. It's uh, if someone did that to me, I'd be like, oh my god. <laughs> I'd be like, all right, and I'm out of here. You pissed me off. That's why I don't like kids. Yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> here, come look at my creepy thing I have under the bed. Yeah, this is actually a really that, cool puppet. Like, what the fuck? This one's really cool. With the moving eyes. <laughs> They weren't even making there's a, there's a Pee Wee Herman toy. It's Billy Baloney, and it has, like, the same kind of moving eyes, and I really want it. Oh, that's cool, actually. Dun, dun, so, dun, dun, super dun, dun, funny. Dun. The scene where Crispin Glover breaks out into his dance moves here, it was actually completely improv by him. And it was, like, quoted saying, this is how he goes and dances at clubs. And the music that was actually playing when he did it was uh, Back in Black by ACDC. And then they overdubbed it with this song instead. You don't get back in black. <laughs> so this dance to back in black. You can tell she's trying not to lose it watching him do it too, right? Like, look at her. <laughs> this is probably all their actual reactions. Yeah. Like, what the, <laughs> what the hell, guy? Oh, my God. It's so great. It would only be better if he was wearing the same shorts that guy was wearing. <laughs> Short shorts for days. And then they change the music on him. <laughs> oh, how can we turn that off? Probably because you're dancing like a freaking idiot. <laughs> oh, and then we get to do the little man's. He can still dance like that to this. Ew. Teddy bears what I call my never mind. <laughs> my dork. <laughs> I went there. <laughs> I did not. I'm You're like, I was be the a good, good Josh. Yes, exactly. <laughs> good Josh for once. Jesus. So uh, while we're in a little bit of a lull here, um, I've got a cool question to ask you. And if the fans are listening, you feel more than welcome to answer yourself in the comments below if you're watching on YouTube. Um, Josh, who is your dream person, not counting Freddie or Michael, because like they've either been talked about a lot or been done already. Uh, who would you love to see Jason fight in the Leatherface? Yeah, I mean that's yeah, true. Good point. Leatherface or Bruce Campbell? Yeah. Oh, which no. you know as yeah, absolutely. So Ash, 
Ash Williams. Yeah, or like clearly Ash, but like depending on whatever version, I guess you want. I would want to see Ash fight Jason. That's cool. Leatherface and Jason's a pretty even match, but like, I don't Especially know. Especially with about... like the Necrogob or Necrogobicon, Necronomicon. <laughs> Uh, you could figure out a way to kind of like put him to sleep or something. Yeah, so like there would be a good possibility. The Necronomicon written in stone by the mad Arab Abdul Alhazred. A little bit of love. I, ha- I have the here. actual uh, book. It's pretty dope. Yes. Yes. I, I, I know that. I know what book you're talking of. <laughs> I need like, I need, I need one. Find in human flesh. <laughs> so. Yeah, if you ever, if anyone's an HP Lovecraft fan, you definitely know like the original intendants of what the Necronomicon was, and it gets pretty messed up. <laughs> and then I love how it's just been adapted into horror movies and the Evil Dead of like this evil Book of the Dead, essentially conjuring all these things. When the Necronomicon was originally a book uh, to contact and to essentially summon the great old ones, so that going up to like Azathoth, Yogg-Sothoth, and Cthulhu. Etc. Cetera, Etc. Cetera. Very cool. I literally was just like, "Is this dick hanging out?" But it's his hand through his pants. <laughs> oh, because you got the hot one of the two. What a dick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think it's funny. <laughs> oh, I love how we have a little bit of foreshadow there with the corkscrew stabbing into the can they're like hey something's gonna happen like that later no we don't (laughs) the spoiler warning has been issued beer is being drunk death 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 and more death well like yeah that's basically all these movies who's uh who's an actor you'd like to see uh act in one of these movies that's a hard one (laughs) the rock (laughs) Fucking Dwayne I wanna, Johnson. I want, I want to see the rock, like rock bottom Jason. Imagine if like Stone Cold Steve Austin played Jason Voorhees. That'd be hilarious. No, I want Dave Batista to play him. Oh my God. Yes. But really we all want, and even he wants Dave Batista, as we mentioned last time to play. Bane. Bane. And Jason. And Jason. I second that. <laughs> That'd and be just a- thick boy, Jason. Cause he's such a good actor in this great new movie. I mean, <laughs> great for the fact of his role in it um army of the dead which um i don't think we'll ever reveal on the account that it's hot garbage no no oh also remember how you just said, well remember clearly it was like five minutes ago uh you asked me who else hatchet versus jason two cane oh yeah two cane hotters yeah though are arguably i think he was better in hatchet than he was in some of his jason betrayals like he's good in the new blood but manhattan could be better yeah, I mean, he has to follow a script. I feel like in yeah. the Hatchet movies, he had more freedom of it. Which is what At least makes I it feel like you, yeah, like Adam Green did them all. So, like, they were homies. Back he's a to dead the fuck. future, dad. <laughs> Stole his girl. That's the way she goes, boys. <laughs> well, you missed out. <laughs> right through your little computer <laughs> smart ass yeah and then lucas would turn around and just start typing things into google i will oh so what were we at one two three four right yes ma'am 
for boobies or for kills for both i think both yeah we're four for four polly want a cracker polly want a titty yep yeah he does polly wants a titty that's what he's gonna get polly was jason and this girl was still alive <laughs> ah ye old raft is what better to do just left it right five because <laughs> we're counting pairs not individuals we mentioned last time no, i don't again i think we should count per boob <laughs> well then in the first scene one set when cory or when uh tommy's peered out the window then that would just count individually as one boob because he only saw the one one boob so it's not like it's four and a half. <laughs> no, then we'd be at ten. <laughs> no, we're gonna count to those pairs. So five and four. Boobaloo. Hate water. Ugh, it's making me so uncomfortable just watching that scene. I would have just left the boat. Why are you going to it? What is she's the gonna point go lay this? in it? Why? Because Sounds terrible. I Open know. water, nighttime, floating boat. Nah, doesn't sound fun at all. It sounds cold. cold. Yeah, you can see, yeah, see? The, the fucking condensation coming off the thing. Like it's gonna be cold in the air. Like, what do you think? Titties are just flapping around. Like, fuck, dude, it's this sounds chilly as Your hell. Your nipples are gonna get so hard, you're gonna cut the raft open and just gonna deflate. It's <laughs> like a jaws moment, and Bruce comes out of nowhere. Jaws. We'll definitely watch the first one. I don't know if we want to tackle the other ones. They're really yes. bad. Maybe in a future. And then uh, series. Deep Blue Sea. Yes. I, love I like that to watch movie. Underwater as well. The new uh, that new movie with uh, Kirsten Stewart. That's good. 47 really good. meters down the shallows. I got some good ones. Water movies bug me. The Meg Piranha Piranha 3 Double D. She watched Insidious. <laughs> Yes, we will definitely have a James Wan month where we just cover a bunch of James Wan scenes. And now the now the boat is going to be deflated and there's a corpse right down. She goes, boys. Find it pretty impressive that uh, the budget that the first Saw movie was made on. And that was pretty much James Wan's launch to fame. (laughs) Fucking popularity. He did a phenomenal job doing the first Saw movie. And honestly, I only like the first Saw movie. I think it's the only one that has like a... a I mean, the second one's okay because it continues with the story. You find a little more about John, but I feel like the original is like the really true. Like you do not see it coming. You know what I mean? Have you ever finished them by any chance? I watched one, two, three, the 3D one, which I think is like also a final chapter one. And then I watched Jigsaw and I watched the fifth one i think which is the one with the buckets on their heads and shit well eventually we should watch them all through because you get a lot more fi- like it is filler, but there is more to the story in the end yeah which i don't like where they take it honestly i think that the newest jigsaw the kind of retcons like him being actually alive and then i think that's kind of cool but i feel like the first one is really the the true masterpiece for sure man you know I don't want to say it, but like, dude looks like Paul Bernardo. <laughs> he does. A Crispin Glover? Yeah, like in this scene with the hair like that. Yeah, yeah. like the hair like that. His hat. It, it looks like when Paul Bernardo thought he was a rapper. <laughs> Jesus Christ. 
That's my idea. I kind of want that hat. Of course you do. <laughs> nice blue sideways hat. That's silly. I like it. I like. I want. I just want the hat. That's I'm right. He did, a, hat. he did a naughty thing and he stole his girls. So you know what's going to happen to him now. Death. He's going to be a dead fuck. All right. Damn, just staring at her like a creep. <laughs> I just have to point out this really funniness um, while we're on the podcast. So I'm in a Godzilla page and someone had made a post about uh, Destro- Destoroya and post made a post and was like, Godzilla's ultimate nemesis, Destroya, but they spelt it wrong and they spelt it like Oof. just destroy. Ah, and it's Destoroya is an extra O in there. So I did like a little nonchalant comment. and was like, yeah, Destroya, but I spelt it right. Looks really great in this. Nice work. It's like, come on. I know, I'm a complete asshole. (laughs) Oh, and then he commented, he's like, thanks, bro. Little (laughs) did I know I was calling him out hard. Oh, yeah, I know, because people are trying to be nice. You know what that means, Lucas? No, nice. You know what? I'm sick and tired of all these new wannabe Godzilla fans who are. Fuck you, that's me! Because of shit! Because of Godzilla versus Kong, and they just think they know all the shit because they've seen the new ones. You're going back and watching the originals. That's different. But these people who just watch the new ones and think they know everything, and it's like, I want to... Grinds my gears. If I didn't know better, I would have just watched those ones, too. And you would have been like, you're an asshole. And I'd be like, yeah, so But luckily, he got me. This is why we get along, because we're both assholes. (laughs) Exactly. Oh, he's swimming out now to the, the girl in the raft. Look at she's waiting for you. Yeah, just waiting. See, that's the thing. That raft, even with the inflation, still would have filled up with water. Eventually. And I think it would it have been a, a giant bit. ass pool. Oh, no. But it's Continuity da, 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 error. Yep. <laughs> she should have sank like the Titanic. Oh, I made that joke and then forgot it was a real event that happened. <laughs> yep. Whoops. <laughs> Oh, oh right no. in the ass. Oh no, I thought it was right oh, in the dick. A, yeah, it is it is dick. My oh, bad. My <laughs> I thought God. it was in his ass. I forgot about that scene. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That's six. I've watched oh. this a decent amount of time as my friend, and I always forget these deaths, and that's why I love this one. Oh my god, I forgot about the dick scene. Oh I now I have to pee. <laughs> and hopefully it's not blood Where's your after water bottle? That. Oh, I've got water bottles on standby. Don't you worry. I've got a full catheter ready just to hook up and pee into, bro. I just got to set up like a nice funnel with a hose. <laughs> so no, a catheter. You just stick it right over the, the top of your, nah. your wee-wee uh, and just let it no, go. No, that's that's not where a catheter goes. It goes inside. Oh, yeah, I'm not it goes doing inside. That. <laughs> no, it does not just go on like a little cap on the tip, my friend. No, you got to insert that. That is true, actually. I am yeah. out. I have a As friend that tell, works at the hospital, and she's like, I've seen people remove them. <laughs> Do not do it. Even John's like, I've gotten that. Don't do it. Don't do uh, it. Don't recommend. Uh, yeah, exactly. Gag worthy. <laughs> That's a fear right there. A cat. As soon as you see one of those, you're in for a treat. Nah. <laughs> pissed, man. I liked that dad joke. Yeah, I'm sorry. I just like dicking around sometimes. Dicking around. But sometimes I do so many, I get a little penisy. So you ever seen the show sticking around? Did I have I ever seen sticking around? Of course, I've seen sticking around. Damn right. Classic lackey animation <laughs> making a great movie TV show. Cheesy poofs or some shit. What the fuck was it? It's not cheesy. Poof. No, that's what was South it? Park. Yeah, it's South Park. What is it? Um, all the food. I 
I gotta look it up now. Hold on. <laughs> yeah, it was like some weird around. cheesy thing. <laughs> this is a neat room. This is your room. Paul's room. He just Paul. likes eating junk food. Um, he ate a hard-boiled egg. What does it say on the bag? I'm trying to see. I can't see on the bag. It doesn't say. It's William, who's one of the minor characters who eats all of it. He's literally called a fat idiot of the middle school elementary students. Oh Jesus. It's a little harsh. Sounds like a Kevin. terrible movie. <laughs> They must be super lit. Oh, yeah. They're higher than a kite. They're smoking a joint right now. He's got it in yeah, his Yeah, good. Because, like, that's the only way this would be entertaining. <laughs> Watching porn while you're high with your friends. <laughs> I mean, it's not oh, even... does that count? I guess it's not really porn, but... Yeah, it boobs, counts. Though. That's separate, so that's eight now. <laughs> eight boobies. Holy mackerel! That's the, that's the phrase mackerel. from sticking around I was trying to remember, but... The food is. Why can I not read it? Well, let me read it. How dare they? Sticking around, sticking, sticking around. Hard boiled eggs give him gas once he eats ones. Look out. <laughs> Called him gas hole. <laughs> asshole that's funny oh it's canadian that series yep yep that's funny i wonder if that's why south park mocks their characters with flopping heads okay i got another question have you ever seen flying rhino junior high yeah yeah <laughs> Flying yeah. rhino junior high. sorry nostalgic moment another canadian tv show yeah i love canada canada's great <laughs> oh death question mark death 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 so when we're recording this for anyone watching, the Paul Logan and Mayweather fight's gonna happen. Oh, I'm excited, and I I'm like gonna the watch reflection it. of the lightning shot of the death on the house there. Yeah, <laughs> nine, <laughs> two more. Yeah, two more. Oh. Hell, yeah, that was a good scene. And no one heard that. No giant thump. Right, nothing. 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 That's okay. <laughs> you know, I will say one thing about this. There's not too much to talk about in this film, but there's lots of content. Like, it's definitely, like, pretty upbeat. Like, it definitely has a good pace to it. Um, this is one of the better a... series. Yeah, and I mean, like... Just chill, watch it, and you know someone's gonna die. <laughs> like, it's it's technically, like, the mid-range for its ratings. Like, um, since, as always, we'll hop over to the good old Rotten Tomatoes to get the controversial... Uh, ratings. 53. So the first Friday movie um, had 64%, and I believe that's the only Friday the 13th movie ever to be above 50. No. Yep, it is. So the second one, as we quoted last time, 28%. Not bad. It's a Friday movie, right? So you expect it to be a little low because they're like, you know, this is the critic rating. So as we were talking about last time on the podcast, so it's how the stingy companies think, not what the audience thinks. Uh, part three, 7%. What? 
Yeah, part three got real low. What do you think this one's is? If part two had 28, part one had 64, and the rest of them are under 50, what do you think this one has? Like 30? Close. It's got 20%. So it's lower than part two, which I don't agree with by any means. Um, But yeah, 20%. The only other films that really go any higher are the ones we knew that would be. Um, The New Blood is a little higher, and we're not going to say it until we do those ones, along with Jason Lives. I was going to say, I can't wait to watch the Jason Takes Manhattan because I guarantee that's going to get a lower rating. Oh, yeah, 8%. Or at least I hope it does. That's I will, I'll, I'll talk about that one, yeah, because it's a long way away. 8%, so it's only 1% above part three. But it's technically better than part three. But, like, no. What? That's impossible. <laughs> yeah, I, I absolutely agree. The only redeeming quality of Jason Takes Manhattan is Kane Hodder. Yeah, but, like, that's besides it. that, and that sweet scene with the, the boom box, but, like, yeah, movie I, the guitar scene too. I mean, I like that the the, the boxing part too, the head decapitation. That's pretty cool too. Okay, there's some good kills, but overall the movie is very not good. No, and the pacing is horrendous. we can agree on that. It's very bad, and it whole fucking movie takes place on a fucking yacht. <laughs> it's bad. Oh, so now the kills have started to unfold. Now we're just on a water slide of blood here. We've got 30 minutes left of the film, roughly. So. Let the games begin. Oh, oh, oh. Gordon. So what Ramsey? kill count are we at? I kind of lost track again. Uh, I think it was four. And then we had five. With five. The yeah, I was like five with, yeah, I was like with the five. Oh, no, the because the, the guy who swam away from the raft. So we're at six. Okay. So we're six. We're trying. We need a visual. Yeah, I need a counter. I usually have a counter going. We'll definitely we'll add them all up and then we'll have a counter going forward. You watch it. Corey Feldman's sassy. He's like, I got two lollipops. You're not allowed to have one. They're both for me. <laughs> it's legitimately me. Yeah. Jeffiel. Jeffiel. Boobies. Booby, booby, booby. Booby, booby, booby. Booby, 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 booby. Jason's hockey mask was to explode apart in the opening credits, but there wasn't enough time in post to pull off the gag. So they just made an explosion over top of it. <laughs> eh, still worked. Yeah, that's what I, say. I still got the same idea. It's acceptable. Oh, and just to quote to you from the Ed Gein movie, it's where he's apprehended in the movie. Uh, the same house. So it may not be his house, but it's the one where he's apprehended. That's cool. Yeah. <laughs> Roger Ebert. So, do you know who Roger Ebert is? Heard the name, can't think of it. Can't put a name to it. Uh, so, Roger Ebert was a writer, actor, producer. He uh, did a lot of uh, like reviews and stuff like that because he's a movie critic, essentially. Okay. <laughs> um, and he's pretty well liked, but also like he's pretty harsh on films a lot of the time. Um, he, he called this film an immoral and reprehensible piece of trash. <laughs> Oof. Why? <laughs> oh, my God. That's brutal. So, as well, the poster shows the hockey mask with a knife on its left eye socket, and Jason is defeated with a machete going through his left eye. Ooh. Ah, a little foreshadowing. foreshadowing. Aha. Aha. I want to see just a movie of Jason wandering into an amusement park 
And then, but instead of killing, he just wants to ride the rides. Ah, he I just think wants this... to enjoy it. So the last film was shot in Jersey as well, right? Yeah. Uh, so this film was shot in California. From New Jersey to California to Canada. <laughs> Dang, these movies are shot all around the world. Yeah. Wherever it's the cheapest, I guess. And this movie also came out on a Friday the 13th, like the last film did for the first time. Or was it the second one? I think it was the second one. Yeah, and then they kept coming out on Friday the 13th. That makes sense. They should have always done that. It would have been a better release. Made sense. You get like three a year. Ah, interesting. So Lisa Freeman, who played the nurse Morgan in the beginning. Yeah. Um, so Crispin Glover played, obviously, George McFly in Back to the Future. And Lisa Freeman, who played the the nurse in the, the beginning, she played Babs in Back to the Future 1985 and Back to the Future Part 2. Yeah, so isn't Babs the wife? I believe so. Like yeah, said, so I'm not she's too familiar the, with them, but I think I'm. I believe she's the wife of uh, George McFly. Oh, there's the the machete, and you're like, it's him. He's the killer. Is that who it nah. is? He's the nice. Nah, too handsome. It's not him. <laughs> Can't be him. He's too pretty. Oh, they, they fucked. They're they're dying. They're out. Yes, they got cut. Sorry, they're Chris about to get cut. I mean. Crispin Glover is probably my favorite death in this movie. So I know when that one happens, it's the one that totally caught me off guard. I forgot about the dick harpooning scene. That one's rough from the guy who's swimming, but uh, I feel like Crispin Glover's character is equally worse or up to par. I also find it interesting that no one's wondered where your friends were. Everyone's just wandering away and just going. No, they're too busy having sex, just like the teenagers were in the first one when they didn't realize Jason died. Right. Oh, look at that. Crossing over. Bringing what over that symbolism. <laughs> what a dead fucking wow. <laughs> wow. Ted White was actually uncredited as Jason Voorhees for this film by his own request. He didn't want to be known as playing Jason. That's wicked. Okay. So, fun fact I was actually watching an auction um, and a friend just bought a machete that's signed by Ted White. Oh, really? Ta-da. Yeah. That's cool. But it, was, but it was like 400 bucks. So, yeah, it makes sense. Pricey boy. Uh, apparently ted white and joseph zito the director did not get along at all during this filming maybe that's why he wanted to be uncredited because he didn't want to be associated with the director or the director was just salty yeah yeah or that you know i'm not gonna do it he's still just sitting there laughing (laughs) put this to your computer <laughs> oh, so he's hammered now too. What a weirdo. Oh, interesting. A little nab at uh at Corey Feldman. But uh, apparently um the stuntman who doubled for Jason, Clark Gable. And John Wayne, they didn't like Feldman calling him the meanest goddamn little kid he'd ever met or ever had to deal with. Oh, and I think it was because of the window scene. He kept getting worked up because he was scared of it. That's that's understandable. He's a kid. These guys need to be a little easier on him. Here we go. Ah, and then you think that's the kill? Nope. And the finisher. Oh, the wiggle. When he wiggles it, the blood pours out. Oh, it's such he's a now, good he's now shot. A new member of the wiggles. Yeah. <laughs> That's Honorary funny. member. 
Wiggle, wiggle. Due to the production's low budget, several actors had to perform uncomfortable or dangerous stunts themselves, including Judy uh, Aronson, who was required to remain submerged in the lake in near freezing temperatures with Peter Barton. Jesus. McDonald. I ordered some Sprite at McDonald's and they gave me some clown juice. I wish it was the sound effect with her wiping on the turn <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, I, I would legitimately just shit myself. Yeah, window throw. Love this. And the scene when she grabbed the her. car. Wah! Gnarly. It's a good stunt. Very well done. I wonder actually. how that felt. Yeah, really. I'm going to try and look up some things on that. Um, <laughs> apparently, Ted White said that Corey Feldman maintained a bratty attitude on set. Feldman maintains that this was due to poor treatment by the director, Joseph Zito, and that during filming of the scene in which he attacks Jason with the machete, he was pretending that the sandbags he struck were Zito. <laughs> Savage. That's funny. So when he's like, die, die. And he's like doing his kill at the end. He was pretending that was the director. Jesus. That's amazing. <laughs> well, if he wasn't being a dick. Yeah, right. I mean, I know directors are supposed to keep their actors in line, but like, God, he's a child actor, man. Give him a fucking break. He's, a he's kid alive. Six. He's, he's alive. Leave him. There's time yeah, to make and not to mention he didn't like the window scene. So the screams that Corey Feldman lets out when Jason grabs him through the window were genuine because he was actually terrified. Damn. Damn. Damn, boy. Dun dun. Where's Jason? Corey oh, that's interesting. This is the first Feldman. film in the series to take place in the year it was released too. That's interesting as hell because the other ones always like they were filmed here and they took place in 79 or blah, blah, blah. But this one yeah, yeah. was filmed and took place the same year. So 84. I think like the first one was supposed to be 68 and then five years later. Then, you know, like a few yeah. years later after that, five years later. Do all of them take place five years apart? <laughs> oh, my God. So this one was supposed to be the ending, right? So in the original script, Tommy was supposed to decapitate Jason with the machete. But the filmmakers decided against this just in case they would want to bring Jason back again. Not even surprised. And I know the actress here, um, she didn't want, she asked for a, a body double for the shower scenes here. So it's actually someone different who just looks like her, apparently. She didn't want to do the shower scenes. Interesting. But stupid. Ah, so I have the body count for this movie. Yeah. It is 14. Ah, okay. Now Google, the old Google, yeah. Jason's total body count. And for Ted all, White. All films. Ted White, the guy who plays Jason, upon being the oldest, he is the second tallest actor to play Jason at six foot four. I'm assuming Kane Hodder is the first. He's tall as hell. Let me look that More up. More boobies. Kane Hodder height uh oh he's six foot three so he is shorter than ted white just a little bit just, just a little, I mean, six foot bit. three is still tall as hell i'm six foot oh three, yeah so uh and i'm relatively tall so let's see no friday part two kill counts so you got 14 kills in this one 
<laughs> Yoi. Yeah. Jeff. So nine kills in number two. So nine plus 14. So that brings us up to a whopping 23. And then, so we're at 23. Yeah, keep going. You do the math. I like that. <laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> and then we have 12. So we're at 35. Already beat Gacy. So, yeah, so 35 kills by the end of this movie, by the end of his three film run because we're not counting the original because that was his mother so a whopping 35 kills by this end of this film damn talking mushrooms no wouldn't <laughs> I love when they say Corey Feldman wore a skull cap to create the illusion that he shaved his head. Well, no shit. <laughs> Look at him. Look how bigger his head is. It's not like when you cut your hair, your head gets bigger. <laughs> Wild. Oh, my God. You know how much money they'd probably have to pay that dude to shave his head? Oh, man. Like so much, especially he was working on other films. He couldn't. Google how much chop or uh, Bill Mosley got paid to shave his head for a chop top. I believe it was like seven hundred bucks or something. That's not a lot of money at all, right? But they didn't know if it would be good, and he was just like did it on a whim. And now it's five grand. <laughs> ah, and who helped you special effects for this movie? Josh, you know Tom Savini. Yeah. <clears throat> That's and he actually, he, uh, the Jason head sliding down the machete at the end of the film is actually a hand puppet, and it was controlled by Tom Savini himself. That is true. And earlier in the film, Tommy's mom says he needs a haircut, and then he ends up shaving his head in the end of the movie as the climax. The actor here who, when he gets shoved into the wall there, he actually got really injured. He's got a bloody nose. Yeah. Because when he pushed him into the wall, he actually threw him into the wall and broke the tile. That wasn't a practical effect. He actually ac accidentally pushed the actor into the wall. This is like in Lord of the Rings where he kicks the helmet and breaks the toe. Oh, yeah. Or or uh, Leonardo DiCaprio when he cuts his hand open and um, Django Unchained. Yeah. What's another one? Uh, Tom Cruise almost in all of his movies. <laughs> My favorite one, though, is Jackie Chan in... Uh, the one in New York, um, oh, his name's escaping me, but he's running down in Times Square and he jumps on a bus and jumps through a glass window. But the one of the windows was fake and he jumped through the wrong window and ended up jumping through a real window. And he like slid his body all up into pieces, but he still went on and kept running afterwards. Champ. <laughs> Not to mention the scene when in the one of his earlier projects, the when he slides down all the lights in the pole, that's a, a famous one. Jackie Chan's the man. That's who I want to see fight Jason. Jackie Chan's the man. Oh, axe through the door. That see, that just shows how much power this man has. Yeah, he oh, just Jason's straight up threw an axe through a door. I like, think after nothing. the third one, the last one, when he squeezes the guy's head and makes it pop out, that was like the definitive moment. We're like, yeah, he's super powerful. He's got like you know, he's got some human like above human strength. Yeah, he's been working out. 
He's an ox. Thick boy. I like that they kind of don't show you at first, so you just see the reaction, then run up to him, and it's them, not Jason. Nice little filming don't trick Don't call there. for help. Don't go near the windows. To the windows, to the walls. To the walls. Throws to the you through these balls. The oh, God. <laughs> All them bitches crawl. I also like how they make his fingernails real nasty because obviously he wouldn't be caring for them. So like every film, they get grosser and grosser until a definitive point, I think, when he just doesn't have fingernails anymore. Oh, yeah, most likely just <laughs> when he goes zombie form and he's all decaying. Yeah, you don't even see half his flesh is already anymore. gone. So, yeah, he's wearing gloves, I think, essentially. By that point. Yeah, that's, I think that was just Kane Hodder wanting to wear gloves. Yeah, he, he really enjoys wearing his gloves, germs and whatnot. I was going to say, yeah. Handling these horny, gross teenagers. <laughs> I can see it. They're all dirty. So dirty. Dirty, filthy. Dirty. to be punished. <laughs> Kill oh, for mommy, I, Everyone Jason. deserves a tire swing. I like the continuity that the, the film is always on in the window making the flickering, which is probably just used with a strobe light, but. Yeah, give the girl the machete. There you go. That's the smart man. Because now you're walking in first with no weapon at all. Dun 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 dun. Death. Dun 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 dun. Death death. Dun dun. <laughs> so who do we have left at this point? Really, it's just these guys, right? Yeah. These two, and uh, even the uh, mom Corey was killed Feld, earlier. Right, is Corey, Corey Feldman, Feldman still here? Yeah, I was like, yeah. is Corey oh, Feldman yeah. still behind him? Yeah, I was like, he's he's around here somewhere. He's back at the house still. Okay, so yeah. Yeah. So at this point, it's just the three alive. Everyone else is dead. You know what? Corey Feldman should have loved this movie. He could have walked outside and just started poking dead bodies. He didn't even need Stand By Me. What are you saying? <laughs> yeah, you kids want to see a dead body? Want to go see a dead body? Travel like and 60 the power kilometers. Gets cut. That or they didn't pay their hydro bill. Probably not. The, they didn't pay it. They're too cheap. <laughs> They're kids. They can't afford it. They got no jobs. Ruckus. I was in a ruckus. Oh, and now you're going to go in the basement, so you get wrecked. Yeah, especially after the <laughs> the lights go, it's even a smarter idea. Not. Not. Ooh, so Jason's death in this movie won the Golden Chainsaw Award in Dead Meets Friday the 13th, the final chapter kill count. Interesting. Like that. So it's I one like of the that. few where Jason's death was actually the top kill. It is pretty gruesome in this one, too, so it makes sense. I feel like also everyone was wondering when it would happen. And even if you called it the final chapter, I feel like a lot of people when this came out probably would have been like, nah, you're lying. Yeah. You're not going to kill him off. You're lying. You know, and then when he dies, you're like, oh, shit. <laughs> Until the next Surprise. movie. <laughs> Surprise, bitch, I'm back. Always at the pets. Survive, doggy. That's one thing I really enjoy about horror movies. 98% of the time, if there's an animal, it survives the entire movie. I mean, unless if you're Rob Zombie's Halloween, then he eats the dog. <laughs> but So this is interesting, too. So <laughs> dog breaks free. I actually like that scene. Super dog. I want to break free. <laughs> I want to break free. 
Um, after Jason actor Ted White finished his scenes for this film, he immediately started work on Starman for John Carpenter's uh, film AD4. While set for the night's filming, uh, a group of reporters were waiting to interview Jeff Bridges, who was in that movie, but he was unavailable. Therefore, director John Carpenter told the reporters to talk to White about the film he had recently finished. After telling the reporters he had just finished playing Jason in the latest Friday movie, the next day's article was entirely about him. And that night, numerous Friday fans arrived at the set solely just to see White. That's cool. <laughs> yeah. That's really cool. I also like that he was like, hey, I played Jason. Now I'm going to the Halloween franchise, kind of. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look Traitor. at this segue. Uh, Crystal, here, like, massacre. He sees what he looks like so he can be all creepy and shave his head a bit. Very nice, very nice. The only reason uh, Tom Savini worked as a makeup artist on this film was so that he could accu accurately age and properly kill the character he created from the first film. That was one of the main reasons he wanted to do it. He didn't want them to do him dirty. <laughs> they also wouldn't... If, if Corey Feldman's character, Tommy wasn't a little makeup genius in this one also they wouldn't have been able to like you know get, they probably would have wrote that out part. of his character yeah yeah because it's him who's able to do it he knows i mean i guess we could have shaved this blonde haired girl's head yeah close <laughs> enough <laughs> <laughs> same thing well and the body count is revealed <laughs> that's your new jacket holder <laughs> Hang a coat on it. It's great. Yeah. It's not going just anywhere. Cover him up. Keep him warm. And he's down. He's dead everywhere. Everyone's dying. Just everyone's dead at this point. Oh. Foot stuck in the stairs, of course. He's got to get the knife. Of course, he's right there. Dun, 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 dun. So I'm confused. He did he grab him through the stairs or did he fall? Yeah, yeah, I know. He grabbed, like, oh, grabbed okay. him through the stairs and the thing. Oh, and now he's dead. So, yeah, now we just have Trish and Corey. Tommy. Yeah. Yeah, same thing. <laughs> same thing. <laughs> he's killing me. No ah. shit. No, it's what the killing time? What are you gonna do? Go back and he's gonna grab you through the stairs now too. Okay, boogie. Got my ass. <laughs> oh, I didn't catch that, but uh, when Rob talks to Trish about his sister earlier, Sandra, Sandra was one of the victims in Friday Part Two. That's why he was so iffy about coming around the area and why he was hunting because he was looking for Jason because he was the one who killed his sister. I wish they would have elaborated that on that a lot. Yeah, more. That that went a little cool. more. I, I actually didn't know that. And I've watched again these uh, many times, many times. No clue. Oh, oh there's, there's another, another one. one. <laughs> and another one. <laughs> another one. Another one bites the dust. And another oh, one. Oh, I love this scene. Another. She just tears him down. Ugh, it slides through his hands. Oh, no, it's what Jason does to him, not her. Right. He like is like casual about it. She's like, I'm not gonna move his dead body. I'm just gonna go through this window. She just crawled through his legs. Right? I never never understood that. Because Jason doesn't give a shit. He I'm pretty sure he just walks through and tears the body down. Most likely. Tommy. Start shaving. Yeah, start shaving your head, bro. Yeah, no. He's he's coming. This is why we lock the doors, little buddy. Yep. Foreshadowing. Oh, microphone was too close to the actress there. Her, her, her sound clipped when she yelled Tommy. Someone wasn't doing the right job in the audio department. 
Yeah, right here. <laughs> Yanks him down. Mmm, jerky. Brutal. Right. Prime rib. Little man meat. <laughs> oh, I've been saying this whole time he was 56. Sorry. Ted White was 58 when he did this film. And he's 83 now, 82, something like yeah. that. I mean, if he's, is he still around? Yeah, he's still alive. Yep, 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 yep. 83? So he was born in 26. 82? So he's, he's 90. Oh, 90 something. Yeah, and like 93, 92. Yeah, he, he's old. He, he ain't going to any convention anytime soon. No. Starts just, just bashing his head over the yeah, hammer. Yeah, the other end. There you go. Eat, eat, eat. Yeah, it's hammer time. <laughs> there you go. It's hammer time. Oh, <laughs> for all the good Amy has in this movie, I'm surprised he misses that one. They should have called him Kyle. I'd say I'd say he misses it though. He just got <laughs> hit in the head numerous times, so he's probably a little stunned. No, did you're gonna you, ruin you, all the toys. Did you get that joke? Did you get that joke? No. I got it. Yes, I got it. Because he punched a wall. I got well, you. Threw a hammer at a wall. All right, thank I you. I know what you thank mean. you. Appreciate. I appreciated it. I laughed. Appreciate it. <laughs> Sound like Nixon. I'm not even trying to attempt to do a Nixon impression. Appreciate from the people <laughs> of this world. All this people of this world, our nuclear powers <laughs> must be admitted, and no one will survive us. No one, I say. I have a big nose. <laughs> oh my god. I want to watch future. If only also. Nixon was here to you sound like Bane. take out Jason. <laughs> you sound like a nose and uh, like nasally bane. I gotta be nasally. Bane. Have you seen the man's nose? Like, I know, but you gotta you, you gotta you gotta bane with a cold. Of the condomust and honor. <laughs> Is there too much pollen in the air? <laughs> Oh, our boy's coming through. It's Nixon. <laughs> Smash him with the TV. Yeah. Welcome to prime time, bitch. No, no, wrong movie. I know. <laughs> God. I this ain't your, it, this is, isn't your long sleeve, okay? <laughs> For those out of the loop, I have a Friday the 13th shirt, but it got misprinted. So on the inside of the, the shirt, it says A Nightmare on Elm Street. <laughs> One of a kind. They had, they had one, one job. job. Yeah, they had one job. They can't even get the franchise right. Jesus. That's a rarity. Throw it on eBay, thousand bucks. You never see it again. Even better, throw it in my in my drawer, and it's a stupid joke to tell people for no reason. <laughs> Until I steal it. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> get shaving your head, bud. I should have stole Jason's mask and swapped it out with one of yours and be like, this one's mine now. Yeah, it's way cooler than mine. He's still breathing. He's thick. He a thick boy. Yeah, I would be thick. hurrying up a lot more. Why would you wait? No. Ah, see. And now Jason is coming. Tommy, no. Run! Trish is a bish. Dun 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 dun. Run away, Trish. Dun dun dun. You know what? I, I don't want to jinx it, but she hasn't fallen yet when running. I'm proud of her. For once okay. in a movie. She steps over him, no problem. Why would you Run stop and stare at him? Are you out of breath? Mm. 
Ah, ah, whoa. Oh, <laughs> just, this is the window leap. Yeah. I forgot about this one. Run. Do it. Do it. Do it. Parkour. <laughs> Great stunt. Manages to clear it, too. You can see the, yeah. if you look closely, you can actually see the padding that's in her back and around her waist when she jumps on the lining of her underwear there. You see, she was ready no. for the, to brace the fall. She was just having a good old time. Suff. Suffe. She's breathing. We're good. She's barely moving, but we're good. I wonder if she stopped like that. Oh, no. I was going to say she stopped to make him think she was dead, but he waited to see. <laughs> He's a smart boy. Jason's like, oh, I know all about faking dead, bitch. You can't fool me. I've seen the Halloween franchise. I know what to do. Throw her at the window. There we go. Barber Corey Feldman steps up to the chair. I like that he has the picture there to like for reference. Yeah, I'll make sure I get all the loose hairs right. Trish. <laughs> I don't listen to you. You know my mom. She's dead. Oh, she catches him too. Not often that happens too. She gets the upper hand on Jason. That's cool. I forgot about he's just that. chopping out a wig. Oh, this is where we get the infamous hand scene. Yeah. Which for those who are watching on YouTube, this is where we yeah. got that picture from. <laughs> shavy, shavy. Shistily shaving his head with a razor. You know what? Surprisingly, the haircut would probably be in nowadays. Yeah. I've seen some weird haircuts. Oh, he's had it. He's like, you messed up my hand. I'm going to kill you now. But not until Corey Feldman comes in and saves the day. Because Corey Feldman's the man. Yeah, he's the real MVP. Well, yeah. Oh, Jason, I'm you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Probably threw him for a, a, a wing. Like, it was actually a good idea. This makes more sense than what's-your-face dressing up as the mom. Yeah, 100%. Because he's just like, I'm you, basically. Like, and Why are you? What up? You, I'm going through the same issues as you. What are you doing to me? You know? Almost humanizes Jason for a minute. For a but no wonder he becomes a mindless killing machine. He's been tricked so many times now. He's never going to trust anybody. No reason. No wonder he becomes so crazy and zombified and a killer. Remember. Remember. The 5th of November. <laughs> no. Will Hugo Weaving be for Vendetta reference? Oh, and for with an ounce of weakness, ah. Ah. I thought she doesn't get into his head. She just takes his mask off. What a shitty swipe. You had the kill shot. It's because he turned. It's okay. But now we get to see uh. his face in all its entirety, which is super gross. So I love it at this point. Yeah, ah. it's gnarly. Dun, 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 dun. Ah. And here comes Tommy in this is the turning point for his character. It all goes downhill for Tommy after this. Jason killing Jason. Yeah. Oh, this scene always grossed me as a kid when he falls. This is fine, but when it's this moment, the puppet we were talking about earlier, this scene. 
Oh, the wow. eyes move. It's so good. It's a great shot. So good. Probably the best practical effect in the movie so far in the series. I'd have to agree. A good, a good chunk of money on that one. But yeah, like, besides like really the good. original Jason hopping out of the lake, like that is probably the best practical effect. Should have yeeted off his head, like we were saying earlier. Mm-hmm. Double tap. Yeah. Over. He goes Call at him Tommy. again because you got to wait for Corey Feldman oh, I know. to oh, imagine I know. The, the director. The as, director? Yeah. Die! He sees the hand move. That's what does it. it's not over for you yet (laughs) die nixon says die (laughs) so he's actually interesting he's going at a sack of potatoes or was the bag of sand yeah bag of sand sand. bag of sand die 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 i like when he says it too it makes it better die Die! <laughs> awesome, gnarly ass shot. That's Yummy! how you take care of Jason. Tommy was the only one to ever really know how to deal with Jason. I think that's why they keep him around for so long. Well, I guess until the next movie, and then he's kind of insane. Oh yeah, I mean the next movie is kind of insane in general. So can you blame him though? <laughs> yeah, no, really, you especially being a kid and going through all that drama. Yeah, and you're just like, oh man, I love my little horror movies. Not no more. Not anymore. <laughs> yeah, it's totally normal, but it doesn't mean the emotional scar is there. No, no, <laughs> you're not allowed. But bros before hoes. <laughs> bros always before the hoes. So this is where we obviously, so this is like Tommy's birth essentially into the Friday the 13th series. Um, what do you like Tommy Jarvis in more? This one, the next one, or Jason Lives? This one. Yeah, me too. I think it goes this one, Jason Lives, then A New Beginning for me. Yeah. If you're talking uh, Tommy's performance level. And it's definitely Corey Feldman. If they just had some other kid, like it might be different, but Corey Feldman's just a, such a good actor on oh, this ending shot here. Leaving the intention He's that alive. he might kill next. He's going to be the Jason. Dun, 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 dun. I'm glad we don't get another cheesy Jason still alive in attacks scene. Because <laughs> this is supposed to be like dun, the final dun, one, dun, right? Dun, dun, dun. But just in case, ah, they can make more. That's such a good movie. Yeah, that one's a solid one. Dun, I definitely dun, really dun, enjoy that one. Dun, dun, dun. So that one so goes far, by really quickly. Yeah, and this one is because it's Special enjoyable. appearances by the following cast. Friday part, part one, two, and three. Bruh! Yeah. To him only <laughs> just in case. <laughs> yeah, basically. So I'd say this one's my favorite out of the first four. Betsy Palmer, which is Pam. Yeah. Pam. 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 Are you saying Pam or Pan? Pam, like P-A-M-N. <laughs> Pam? Oh, I get it. The, the M is silent. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Alrighty, folks. So this has been another wonderful bonus episode of the Killer Kaiju podcast. Uh, we will be continuing with more amazing Godzilla and Slasher, aka for right now, Friday the 13th Killer Madness episodes. They always debut, as always, on Mondays and Thursdays. Uh, Mondays usually is Godzilla. Thursday, we get a, a Kaiju film and a bonus episode, which I mean, every week has been the Friday movies. 
So next we'll be tackling, I mean, another one, even though this one was the final chapter where no, <laughs> there's another secret. one and it's called a new beginning. Oh, oh my, he's a kid. It's a son. It's a boglin. There you go. It's the end. It's a boiler with a mask. <laughs> All right, guys. So if there's any other slasher films that we haven't referenced about what viewing before or one you'd like to see sooner, always feel free to reach out to us at our usual socials at killer Kaiju podcast or at Twitter at killer Kaiju cast. And you can always drop a comment below if you're watching on YouTube um, as well, guys, if you enjoy these Friday the 13th movies and you enjoy the practical effects, we don't usually blend them over the two, but we definitely recommend that you maybe look into checking out the older Godzilla films as well. And Kaiju films we've been viewing, or at least listening to our podcast on them, because we do get into the nitty gritty about how the effects are done and why we appreciate them. And it's cool to see maybe an angle from special effects where they use things a little differently than they did in North America. But these films definitely have legendary practical effects, and we can't wait to dive into future Friday movies and bring you guys along for the journey. Uh, as always, guys, it's been Lucas and Josh. Have a great Hi, day. Hi, hello. And Goodbye. we will see you next time. I had fun. Bye. Fun times. Bye.